Hello and welcome to We Inspire, the one and only podcast where we come together with some of the most talented women in e-commerce and digital marketing. In this 13-week series, we speak with digital directors, heads of e-commerce, marketing directors and global digital leads whose stories will help to inspire those up-and-coming superstars of today becoming tomorrow's digital leaders. Hi everyone, it's uh, Terry Cannon, host of We Inspire and founder of WeCom. Um, if you're new here, then welcome to the show. Um, in case you are new, just a bit of backstory as to why we started the We Inspire series. Now, I've been in the e-commerce space for well over a decade now. During that time, I've been super privileged to work with some of the most inspirational and talented women from assistants all the way up to C-suite and believe their stories really will empower the future generation of e-commerce regardless of skill set. Um, which brings me on to our first guest. So I'm super, super excited to, to welcome Robin Blake. So Robin is the current head of digital marketing at Victoria Beckham. She's also a digital marketing and brand consultant and also a fashion business lecturer. So Robin and I have known each other, what, over, I think it's about 10 years now, isn't it? Almost 10 years, Terry. It's felt like Some would say too long. Some would say too long. <laughs> oh, it's been joyful. <laughs> um, not only is Robin an, an incredible marketeer, um, she's one of the most driven um, and passionate marketers I, I get to work with and super, super excited to, to share their story with you. So, Robin, welcome and thank you. Oh, thank you. Honestly, it's such a privilege to be here. Amazing. So look, before we kind of jump into anything, I think it's always best to start off with kind of just giving the listeners a little bit of an overview about yourself and your background today. Yes, of course. Uh, so I started within digital marketing um, about 13 years ago now. So I guess within the contact, context of digital, that is a lifetime. And <laughs> um, I started at a uh, tech startup called NextJump, um, worked a bit of agency side after that and since then I've had the privilege of working with some absolutely incredible brands so the likes of Vivian Westwood, Selfridges, um, Marks and Spencer and as you said I'm now head of digital marketing at Victoria Beckham uh, but also do some lecturing on the side and some consulting. Amazing so, so look obviously you've had a super successful career um but what i want to do is go all the way back to the beginning um how did you get into to digital marketing what was that first role for you so the first role that i had uh was at a tech startup called next jump an american-based mm. one um and to be honest i completely fell into digital i just really liked the the sound of the company and what they were doing and how innovative they were um I immediately expressed that I was very interested in, in fashion when I got there because what they essentially do is build shopping platforms within the employee benefit space that allow customers to earn rewards and points. Mm. And so I looked after the fashion area and was responsible for recruiting new brands onto the platform. So that was everyone from Topshop to Net-A-Porter and I um, had to drive traffic to those websites. So my first taste of digital marketing was in within the affiliate space and the email channel. Um, and yeah, that's where it all began. 
Amazing. And straight away, you, you've kind of been exposed to brands effectively, like it, albeit from an agency side perspective. Um, when did you know that you that, that that was the route that you wanted to take, that luxury space? And, and what was it that, that really excited you about it? Um, well, as I said, at my first position at Next Jump, that, that wasn't mm. a, a pure fashion focused yeah. business at all. Um, and I immediately fell in love with digital and how reactive it was and how innovative it was and how much it changed and the impact that it could make on businesses. Um, and I remember being at Next Jump and thinking, you know, I'm re- I really love what I'm doing here. But having a conversation with my brother about my career and what I wanted that to look like. And he just said to me, he was like, what What do you want to do? Like, what would be your biggest passion in life? And, and what would um, that end goal look like for you? And for me, however shallow it sounds, I wanted to go and work for a big fashion house based in London. I wanted to go to the shows. Um, and at that point, I realised that I needed to marry the two. So I wanted to work within digital, but I wanted to work for a, a fashion house. So one of the Stella McCartney's, Alexander McQueen, Vivian Westwood, one of those brands. Um, and I remember writing down 10 brands that I really wanted to work for and then thinking, how am I going to head up digital marketing at one of those brands? Yeah, and I think, obviously, from a recruitment perspective, do you think that's, that's something that you would recommend to to people straight away that because obviously we know in the recruitment world that people sit tend to get caught up on salaries or job title moves and your a lot of your stuff obviously will come into it later it's so much more strategic isn't it and like where you want to be you always wanted to put yourself where you wanted to be it was never an accident Yes, and I think that's because I have the mentality of not necessarily thinking about the next step. I'm always thinking two, three, four, five steps ahead. Um, So, again, we'll go into it later, but... When I was at Next Jump, I was paid a very good salary, mm. um, incredible benefits, and I had to take a salary decrease to get to, you know, the the positions that I that entered following that. Mm. So for me, um, salary, yes, of course, it's important, but it definitely shouldn't be the defining point of, of why you go into another position. Yeah. And look, so so like you said, you've you've worked for some amazing brands like like you mentioned, the Vivian Westwoods, the MS's Selfridges, and now VB. But through that time, you would have worked on some insane projects. What would you say is a couple of your biggest achievements and what are you most proud of? I, I would say that there are two that stand out for me. So uh firstly Vivian Westwood. I was at Vivian Westwood for three years. I was brought on board to to start up their digital marketing team. So Vivian Westwood prior to that did not have a digital marketeer on their team. And um, I was responsible for coming on board, setting up all of the the channels, so all of the brand channels, um, PPC, SEO, affiliates, paid social when it came about but I was also uh, very fortunate enough to oversee the digital content side of things as well 
Um, so I was able to roll out a digital marketing strategy, which is quite kind of rare within businesses where it was mm. completely brand as well as commercially focused. And um, I did that over the course of three years. And I have to say, I look back now and realize how fortunate I was to have a marketing director and a CEO that was so bought into digital. And if I could make a decent enough business case, they would also always support the decisions that I made. So, yeah, that was an incredible achievement. Um, managed to get a lot done and make a big impact on the business in, in a relatively short a period of time um, and then I think the second standout moment for me was uh, during my time at Selfridges so at Selfridges I was uh, I headed up the performance marketing strategy and um, it came at a time where we went into lockdown so Life, as everyone knows, knows it was absolutely crazy within lockdown and um, particularly within the digital space, particularly with a brand like Selfridges where their stores are so important in terms of their revenue. We, we just had to make uh, some very, very quick decisions um, that could essentially, however dramatic this sounds, it's true, but decisions that could either make or break break the business and just to put that into context for you you know Selfridges is a business that on its good days generates millions of pounds online um in lockdown that was absolutely skyrocketing and Selfridges is also a global brand so we operate uh, all over the world big business in Asia America Europe and we were having to look at these different regions on a daily basis and react to them and react to the customer and I was just really fortunate to be surrounded by uh, an incredibly talented driven and knowledgeable performance marketing team that sat with our, within a, a, a digital trading team that was um, equally as brilliant um, so it was a, it was very very hard work it was quite terrifying at times um, and yeah it, it was an absolutely incredible experience that um, I wouldn't change but I wouldn't necessarily want to experience again and um, but yeah I think we did a lot for the business and you know kind of helped it grow when I think some of our competitors um, didn't have such a good time. Definitely. And I think, obviously, the good stuff's amazing. Um, but I think what tends to make a a successful, anything really, whether, what, what kind of career path you take, I think what defines someone's success is their failures or their learnings and stuff. Um, I know one of my friends has sort of uh, launched a business called Foul Forward based on that that quote which is what leads me on to this question is that of course um we know it can all we can't it can't all be highs can it um so have what kind of challenges have you faced um during your time how did you overcome them but also stay motivated yeah 
I think one recurring theme has been when I've gone into a new position and I can see the potential in terms of digital marketing and brand marketing and what I can do to make positive change for those businesses and probably gone in a little bit hasty without um scoping out what the business needs are who the teams I'm going to work with are and what their requirements are understanding the stakeholders and their understanding of digital and I've gone in and very quickly tried to roll out these strategies or new projects and I think people have realized what's been going gone on and either paused those projects or strategies or completely rolled them back and sometimes you know I've made the right decisions and it's just been a case of me having to pause and keep get everyone up to speed on on where I am and what I'm doing and why I'm doing it and sometimes they haven't been the right decisions and um we've completely had to can some of the the projects or strategies that I've rolled out because I haven't taken that time to really kind of understand the the lay of the land so yeah in those moments it has been disheartening and it has been frustrating um but it's also just been one of my biggest lessons is that stakeholder management piece Mm. and understanding like how to speak to people like position digital because yeah like digital is really really powerful it's um very very dynamic it's changing all the time and it has huge impact on a business Mm. so it's not really surprising that especially when you're not in digital day-to-day you're not always going to understand why decisions are being made and I couldn't agree more to be honest and so when you look at obviously from when we started at Next Jump, how did you approach that promotional ladder? Like, what was the steps that you took? I think that I've approached it probably not in the most traditional way. I haven't looked at my career and thought about how I need to go up in quite a linear way and, you know, chase that salary, so to speak. Um, I've almost looked at my experience as a bit of a patchwork. So when I left Next Jump, um, as I mentioned earlier, I realised that In order to be the head of digital at a luxury fashion house, I would need to understand all of those channels. So I actually took a cut-in salary. I went to an agency um, where I could get a full understanding of all of the key digital marketing channels, fully immersed myself in in that environment. It was also an agency that specialised in fashion, so the likes of Agent Provocateur, Liberty of London, Amanda Wakeley, Boohoo. Um, I've got hands-on experience with all of those brands. Agency, I'm going to be completely honest, it wasn't for me, um, but I knew that it was absolutely necessary for me to accelerate my growth. And then following that, um, I was at a, a startup for a very short time, just for six months, but following that, I actually got this position at Vivian Westwood, um, just because digital was in its infancy at Vivian Westwood, I was my remit was absolutely huge, um, and I had a huge amount of responsibility. And I felt like over the three years, I really kind of maximised what I was able to do for the brand. And I'm going to be honest, I thought that I had made it. 
in my career and mm. then I started applying for jobs and I think this was at the point I met you Terry <laughs> I started applying for jobs and was getting rejected from them and I, I realized that actually there were still some quite significant holes in my um in my CV that needed to be filled so I kind of had to realign and think that what what do I want to be and I realized that I wanted to be the best expert within the context of luxury for digital marketing and that in order to do that there were kind of three key areas of development for me there was international growth there was you know well I guess it's it's one of the same thing but essentially I had a huge gap around marketing budgets and big yeah. commercial websites. So, um, following that, I actually took it was it was a bit of a, a I would say step up the ladder. But I went to Marks and Spencer, which is an absolutely fantastic brand, but it is the furthest away from Vivian Westwood that you could possibly get. <laughs> um, so it's not a brand that I felt passionate about um but I knew that it would give me um bigger budgets to work with I was working for a global globally recognized uh brand that drove huge amounts of revenue through its websites and it was also within a more um I would say a more kind of structured corporate environment, which mm. I think some recruiters or some uh, companies were a bit kind of reticent about me because I worked for this mad company. So again, Marks and Spencer was a very strategic move for me. And mm. yeah, it meant that it was going away from luxury fashion, but it was plugging some huge gaps in, in my CV. So I was there for two years, again, incredible experience. But after that, I was ready to get back into luxury. And that's when I went to Selfridges. Um, I got, uh, I was heading up the performance marketing strategy there. And again, it was um, in part a strategic move because it was that that got me back into the luxury space. Yeah. And obviously, with everything at the minute, it, every, it's always evolving, isn't it? The world of digital as a whole, not just in marketing, but how different is it now? Like to do, or how e how much easier is it now to do digital marketing within brand? Because obviously from Vivian Westwood, there must have been huge changes. There's just been so many changes within digital as a whole. And mm. um, it's if you think about it the first website was launched just over 30 years ago so it, that's a really short period of time it's not that long is it it's not it's really really not that long um and I, you know i think there's, there's some of these big brands i'm pretty sure i can't remember exactly but like selfridge's website has only been around for something like 15 years hmm. It's not long at all. Um, but yeah, things are changing. Ch things are changing on a weekly basis. If you're not up to speed with what's going on in the industry, <laughs> and if you drop out of it even for a few months, then, you know, it, it looks completely different. Yeah. Every single channel is different. Every single channel is more complex. The customer needs are more complex. Um, even if you just look at the way that social media has changed, as an example, when I started at Vivian Westwood, what, 
that was eight, nine years ago. Yeah. Social media at that point was run by interns. And if you think that's how, wow. if you think how that's evolved, social media is now absolutely central to any brand strategy, but it's also completely central to any kind of commercial proposition as well that you have. Um, and it's just crazy to think of it, even, you know, the, the, the platforms that come and go, you know, you've had Snapchat, that had a big moment and then it went, I remember at one point with one of the brands I was working with, we thought Vine was going to be the next one. I mean, does anyone remember Google Plus? That was meant to be a big social network and, um, oh no. We're still good. We're still all good, Robin. Oh, sorry, I thought the recording was... No, we're all good. Um, but yeah, if you think about the, the channels that have come and gone, um, but the technologies have just meant, like I said, everything is so much more complex. You're having to give customers more. You're having to facilitate those needs. And um, you, yeah, it, it's just madness, but all good. <laughs> I think we've just seen how great technology can be and how it can't be sometimes. We can never predict it, can we? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, coming on to that, um, I'm hopeful that the next question I'm going to ask is, is going to be, preventing any delays on any teams meetings but what do you think the next big thing for could be freecom i think that's a very good question and if i had uh uh what's it called a glass ball um <laughs> i think i could tell you but um no like i said digital changes so much you know at the moment you've got things like the metaverse and yeah. nft and um, augmented reality and virtual reality, those are all potentially huge things that as a brand you should definitely explore. Um, but are those things going to be the next big thing? We don't know. It, that's actually going to be probably down to the customer and how they respond to that um, yeah. and how brands are able to utilise that. Um, I think what I would say is that, you know, you have all of these bright, shiny new things which are great in terms of PR and, and as I said, may turn into the next big thing. But it's always important to go back to the basics. So, you know, I'm thinking omni-channel uh, personalization, um, just that very basic kind of customer communication mm. and that's very, very core to any brand or digital marketing strategy. But again, those things have evolved completely over time. And again, they are changing week in and week out. So, yeah, in answer to your question, I think you look at it in two, two ways. There's yeah. the very core fundamentals, but then there's the new, bigger technological advancements that are completely um are completely like unheard of before amazing robin i always love catching up with you so thank you so much for your time today just one last thing that before we go um which is the whole purpose of this this series in and that's to inspire the future generation of, of what this like we've just spoken about ever evolving ever changing um sector if you could kind of speak to your future self, your, your your former self, or what would your advice be to them? I would say that 
yeah, I, I would say that don't chase that salary. That that to, that you need to look at your career and your experiences at a patchwork and taking a very very linear route might move you upwards but you need to look at yourself more holistically and your experience more holistically so think of the long term don't just think of that next step think of what the end goal is going to be um and yeah i think probably secondary to that is is communication and education particularly within digital as I've said the people it's it's scary enough for people who are in digital day in day out but for those people who don't touch digital it's quite terrifying so always try and educate always try and listen and um yeah always be working on that communication Amazing. Robin, it's been amazing catching up with you today. Um, thank you so much for your time. So, guys, if you've enjoyed this episode of We Inspire, then please, 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 please support us by hitting the subscribe button. Recommend to a friend, colleague, absolutely anyone. Um, and obviously, we will be announcing next week's speaker at some point this week. So keep an eye on that. Robin, again, thank you so much for your time. Oh, thank you, Terry. Later, Robin. Thank you very much.